Hi guys, my name's Shelby Bowie. This is the Over It podcast. Today we've got a very special guest and a dear friend of mine, um, Steve McNamara from all over in Australia. Uh, he is an absolute phenomenal guy. You're in for a treat today, guys. So listen up, take notes, because you're going to get some real value on how to overcome mental health, anxiety, trauma, depression, um, business strategies. I mean, we're going to really delve in and um, Steve's, there's no one better to really explain this. He's been featured in multiple media articles for the work he does with his, him and his wife. Um, they are very, very good at what they do. I've worked with them before myself. I had a lot of coaching from Steve. So take note, guys. This is going to be a monster show. When me and Steve get talking, uh, we, we normally talk for, for quite a while. Um, so expect us to go deep into some subjects. And I hope you get some value from this. Um, and then we'll go into how you can connect with Steve at the end. So stay tuned and um, welcome to our guest, Steve McNamara. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us your time. And um, I know you're over in Australia, so we had to get the time differences right. But um, so thank you for coming on and giving us your time. So tell us a little bit about your business. So you're the CEO of Intuitive Breakthroughs. Tell us a little bit about this and then we can we can delve into, into what we do. Totally, man. Thank you. Thank you for that amazing intro. Wow, I, I'm just like kicking back going, oh, this is cool. <laughs> Thank you, mate, and appreciate you having me on. Um, you're very, very true that we do. We, we um, probably will go on some tangents here, so get ready, guys. Um, we might say we'll start talking about one thing, we'll end up going down a totally different rabbit hole, but it's all relatable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Intuitive Breakthroughs, um, um, myself and my partner, Chaitanya, we, we actually come together as coaches before that um, for a, a number of years. We came together in Intuitive Breakthroughs about two and a half years ago um, because we started in a relationship not long before that. I actually used to coach Chaitanya, so there's a bit of a backstory there. Um, <laughs> I don't, we're not going to make a podcast about that, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a relationship one later on. <laughs> it, it is all relevant, but yeah, we've been doing that and helping people right around the world for a couple of years. We, we started just as healers and doing online courses and um, then ventured into retreats. That was actually my background, doing a lot of retreats in places like Bali um, and other part, places in Australia. But we started doing that and then we actually dive so deep into growing our own business, we have ventured out into the business realm as well, helping um, new startups and business entrepreneurs and particularly purpose-driven business owners, like people who are here to help others, coaches, healers. Um, we're working with people actually in finance sector and things like that at the moment. But people starting out and um, really found a passion for, for that and, and we've made a way so it can work with the healing and the other coaching because well, I know one of my core beliefs is grow yourself, grow your business. So um, yeah. it's all relatable. Absolutely. I think that's what we delve into today as well. I'm sure we're going to cover a lot on that subject. But tell me a little bit about how you how you help people. And again, I know you do a lot of work on yourself as well. So we can, yeah. we can talk about that. So let's talk about mind, body. How does it all connect? And um, if someone's going through something right now, what's... What's, what's the best way to, to sort of start overcoming that, that problem they yeah. might be going through? Yeah, totally. Well, I think it's really a good way to look at this was my own journey, um, for one, if you want to look at it. I really started, you could say, waking up. Um, so there was more to life, like probably about eight years ago when I actually lost a close mate to suicide when I was working in um, Outback Australia. 
Um, I was a mining supervisor and it's a very, very harsh environment. Not pretty much a toxic environment, working away for a long time, people away from their families and going through stuff. But I really started asking questions about life then and it led me down a path of mindset. That was my first introduction to all of this. And I'm sure I'll touch back on to the, the friend um, who I lost to suicide who was totally a major driver in my journey. Um, but the mindset was the start of it for me and the physical body. But physical body, I, um, I started with um, a men's empowerment program and really started training the body a lot more. Um, I, I worked out over my journey. It was from a place of lack, but it still helped me. But the mindset was really... I got really curious about that, all these inner mind strategies and learning how to break down certain issues I had, like dealing with things, like if I had emotion come up around anger and catching it and being able to, to, to back away, take a breath and maybe handle myself different in situations, that was the start of it. Um, and, and a lot of that work really involved like doing something every day for myself. Um, that was the first part of it. it was like getting up early in the morning or still still at work then like i say working working away i was getting up at 2 30 in the morning before i went to gym i was walking out out in the middle of the outback australia walking down tracks like stepping out and calling out my affirmations and i am this and i am that pretty pretty basic stuff when i look at it now but it served a, a major purpose and and like for anyone out there who's just looking into personal growth like any any steps at the start are better than none. Any any way to say, hey, I, I actually want to better my life or do something different here, it's going to help. And that was me at the start. But I ended up going to a retreat and then like at that retreat, I'm like, oh, what's a coach? I can be a coach. All right, I'm going to go down that path. And fast forward five years and here we are talking. It really, I want to say there's so many ways you can look at this, but the mindset is important. And what I've come to the realization on my journey now is it's all interlinked, the soul work. I'm all about the soul work now. And you, you can look at that as the heart work too, if you want to look at that. If, you, if you're not really open at the moment to say, oh, what's the soul work and, and all that. But the heart, the healing and, and working with the body and getting in tune with the body, not from a place of just training it, not from a place of just eating good. There's all these simple things you can put in place just to really connect with your body on a deeper level and then aligning the mindset to manifestation key word calling what you want so yeah like i say if you've got some specific questions you want me to dive into about yeah, anything quite nice just to touch on what you spoke of just there a little bit a couple of things like maybe like the soul and the um the few little steps that you take to to work on that maybe we could delve into that so people can get some strategies to well, I know on a daily basis, if I do this, I might, it's going to end up giving me this result. That might be good to me if we could possibly. Yeah, cool. Well, let's, let's touch on the, the, the mindset for one and some stuff that definitely worked on early on my journey. And I refer back to it a lot now. Um, and I do teach my clients this depending on what they're working through. I actually have a, a group now to keep people accountable for their health where they show up every day and answer a set of questions. Okay. And for that, that is so important for me. Most important thing for me is the start of the day for when I get up in the morning. Um, right now I've got a little, a little man, he's nearly one. And that really has changed the way I start my day. I've got him for the first three or four hours, but I still do um, a mindset practice in the morning where I'm literally just going over stuff in my head and I'm also moving my body. Now that's, I feel is the most important thing. Now I've learned a lot on my journey. Um, Qigong, Chinese medicine, a lot of yoga, a lot of, um, 
Ayurveda, things like that, um, quantum flow method, which I might touch on after, but getting in my body and waking up the body. And I've still got the little man there, so it's sort of, yeah. I've learned how it doesn't interfere with my day, but it's really about getting in that space where I'm connected with my body, I'm connected with uh, an intention for the day. And the soul, the soul, without going on a tangent, the soul is the first thing I connect with when I wake up. And it's fun. It's, it's how do you I literally wake up in the morning, even if I'm like blurry eyed and the little man's woken up five times a day. It's like, hey soul, hey soul, what, 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 what am I doing this morning? And it's usually connect with the body. Soul usually like have a drink of water or connect with the body. Might sound not very deep, but it, it can be that simple. It's just that connection with it, like, and and that's the start. And with the soul work, it goes a lot deeper. I think I think we'll dive into that. I'll go into some of the things I do across the day. I think that's yeah. really important. I'm massive on ritual and meaning having a ritual, like I say, the morning, connecting with the body, doing my practice. Like I say, with the little man, most of the time he loves it when I'm doing some breath work and got the fire breath going on my <laughs> things like that and holding different poses and that. He loves that sort of stuff. He thinks it's yeah. funny. He probably knows what's going on because he hasn't gone on conditioning. He's probably he's like, yeah, good, Dad. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, oh, yeah, I don't that that school. <laughs> <laughs> but throughout the day, this helps me. If I've got an intention for the day too, if to say very general, and I think this is a powerful intention, I, I intend to show up as a very best version of myself. Mm. Because Life happens, like a lot of us deal with situations through the day. We might deal with some people who aren't acting in their highest. We might be going to our job and going to work, dealing with family or people in our life that really don't have their, our highest. But we, we're tested in their times. And if we don't have an intention to, to be our best version or at least do our best in them, it can come undone and we can get lost in a day and we can go into arguments or fights or get angry with ourselves and emotional. So I think that intention... Um, for me, it's probably the most powerful part of any day. Um, and like I say, life happens and shit happens and we're human and we can get emotional, we can get upset or we can let things get out of control or we can forget about things or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you've had an intention in the morning, at least then you can look back and say, hey, did I show up as the very best version of myself? Did I do the best I could in these circumstances? And I'll be honest, a lot of time for me, and I'm, I'm okay to say this, it's a no, because in certain times where my humanness comes out and I'm like, oh, shit, I should have, should have <laughs> breathed there or bit should my tongue that. or not, not spoke my truth, even though the person might have been a bit of a dick. But <laughs> it's, it's these simple things that I find, if you can be consistent with them, you can go into a million different things. Like I say, we run courses and retreats and uh, we go into all these different things but it's the simple stuff you get good at and you build on that i think that's so important um and to, to end my day too like t and i we get together and we we connect and we we sort of break down our day a little bit we we show appreciation for each other especially her at the moment she'll have alarms set and say this is going on and that but at the end of the day we have a little bit of a breakdown of the day like okay cool we probably could have been better there or I could have done this or what did you see that I didn't see? So it's cool in a relationship. But me personally, I know a set of questions helped me for, for so long. And I could actually probably send you a copy if you want to attach some of this sort of stuff to um, when you put out the podcast. Yeah, so, absolutely. I think it could be good for people to have a little look through and see see the steps. Yeah. That'd be really bad. Yeah. Thank you. That'd be great. 
Totally, totally. And, and I get that a lot of people are visual with this too. And I, I think it's one reason why I'm not doing a podcast because I'm very visual. I draw things on a board and I like... <laughs> well, to be fair, that's why we're recording this as well. So we can give the... So if you are, do want to demonstrate anything, people can watch the video version. <laughs> oh, we, we could. But we might have to do a version too because okay, my fine. board's full. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Visual version. See, we've just evolved it already. We've gone yeah. visual podcast. I like it. But like, like I say, the, the end of the day is, I, I feel it's when a lot of us sort of, we switch off, but we switch off probably just that five minutes too early and we go to bed with stuff. And you talk about stuff with the body or anxiety and things like this. We, if we go to bed and we haven't sort of just, just had a look at our day, mm. if we haven't, sort of broken down some elements of like so we can at least look at how we can improve our next day or get out of bed a bit lighter we're going to get up in the morning still overwhelmed or still in anxiety and still holding on to stuff from the day before and we're starting our day with it on overwhelm or like breathing up high and then we wonder why we can't function we wonder why we're emotional by the way to put this emotional is an amazing thing if you're an emotional person listening to this it is a gift Mm. emotions are a superpower but yeah i don't know like have you found joby like on your journey that if you've got a lot going on and i know like you've worked with a lot of people and you're you're, you're of service you help people do you find at the end of the day if you just go to bed and you've had a day that hasn't worked out and you wake up the next day it's like a groundhog day yes i have to, i have to go to bed and i have to meditate before i go to anything i have to meditate either every five minutes ten minutes twenty minutes half an hour, two hours. Sometimes I can't go really deep. Uh, yeah. I, but I have to have a meditation. And the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up, I have another meditation. And I'm always Perfect. just drawing in the energy and just how can I reflect today? What do I need to do today? What What is it that I want to aim today? What's my intentions for today? And I'm always asking myself questions um, that... As most people know, if you've heard um, episode one on our podcast, I had a big crash a few months ago. That left me with a lot of anxiety. I was having panic attacks. I was having a little bit of depression because um, I was like, oh, God, another accident, another thing has happened to me because I've yeah. nearly died about six times here over my lifetime. So I've had a lot. Uh, but if I hadn't have had these accidents, it wouldn't have propelled me into doing greater things. Um, yeah. so no matter what you are going through when you're listening to this or watching this just know that just around the corner something good is going to come for you if you get your mindset right get your body right get your soul right um and again as steve was saying affirmations talking to yourself in a positive frame of mind watch your language uh, it's really important if you catch yourself talking negatively to yourself just reflect come back now into the present and like I said on episode one as well, I have a five, four, three, two, one rule. If I catch myself going negative or thoughts going off in a day, I'm five, four, three, two, one, a big breath back in the moment. I'm here, I'm here right now. And that, that for me has really helped me get over uh, my trauma and the pain that I was going through. Just having that morning routine and obviously a, where I was off, I was having a lot of time to do a lot of meditations, a lot of reflection work, a lot of inner work, really blessing my my inner uh, my energy centers every day, and just really being trying to be in the moment and 
been learning as much as I can. I've been reading. So if you're going through something as well, I highly recommend getting some books, getting some audios, go to YouTube. There is so much in information out there. Now we live in a world of content. Um, so there's nothing you can't access. There's nothing you can't learn about. And with people like yourself and your wife going out there and really <laughs> driving this, this message forward and helping people, you know, it, it's phenomenal what we can do now. And it, totally. yeah, you, you, you would have heard this before. And lots of people have said this in a personal development space. Um, I think big Tony Robbins is one of the, the many, he goes, there's, there's plenty of resources. There's just unresourceful people yes. like the time and money excuse. I will call it is just that. Like, like I say, we, we have paying clients. We build a business in this, but at the end of the day, we're not here to help everyone too. But the first step comes from all of this is going, okay, I have a role in this myself. No matter what I'm going through here, I am actually responsible for my life. If it means doing something for five minutes a day, going, like I say, going onto YouTube, I, I spend a lot of time on YouTube. Oh, like, oh. Yeah, totally. And I have coaches and mentors, which I invest a lot of money in, but I also spend time because any information, if it's relevant to you, I'm like, oh, wow, there's a little tip or wow, that's helped me shift my focus a little bit. Well, that's a bit of fun. Oh, that's cool. These simple little things can make a huge difference. They can really snap a pattern because um, patterns could be ingrained. Like they could be family patterns. They look going for a hundred years and they're coming out, playing out in a different way when you've had stuff happen in your life. But you can snap them with something really simple. Yep. If you shift your focus, it could be the simplest thing. Be resourceful, like wow, and then get curious about why that worked. Then you follow up again. But I think mine was like I say. Mine was motivational stuff on YouTube. Like that, and that was about eight years ago. It was all this time because when I lost my mate to suicide and then all of a sudden these YouTube videos and like, it was just like this. And I kept following and like, oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? So like I say, no matter where, where you're at, and, and this is the thing too, Joby. Like we work with high achievers and we work with people who are already out there helping people and, and making impact. They've already got an idea of their purpose or they're, they're doing something but it's still the simple things that help them the most. <laughs> you, yeah. it's, it's nothing complicated. It's okay, cool. All right, if I'm stuck in my emotions, okay, cool. Like, am I feeling them? Am I suppressing them? Like, stop and breathe. Like, the biggest thing for me is stopping and breathing and counting the breath. Simple. Breathe it into four, breathe it out for four. Mm. Breathe it in for four, breathe out for four. Um, some of the work I go into it with the breathing while I'm chatting on it, breathing into the gut brain. We've got three brains, I believe, gut, heart, and the brain brain. Um, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, but breathe into there. And, and how, how, this is what I find when anxiety comes up. Like we are conditioned as a society to be in fight or flight mode, which in, if you want something to give a physical representation of that, we're breathing up high in our chest. We're not fully breathing the capacity of our lungs. When you start practicing breathing into your gut brain and expanding it out, your lungs automatically fill. So all these little things are yeah. so, so important. There's other benefits, of course, as you, as you would know, like you touched on the energy centers and that before, but like I say, it's about being resourceful. If, if people listening to this can take one thing, be resourceful, guys. Like, that's, oh, a, like I say, a book, a simple book. I've just gone and got some some older books off my sister. It's so cool. I've got them here now. 
What books, and, what books do you read in? Um, well, these are the three that I've got on here. I'll be honest, I've been listening to audios lately, a lot about influence um, and things like that, but I've just got my hands on my favourite book. It's by um, Barbara Marcianak. I think I've spelt that right, M-A-C-I-N-I-A-K. Um, she channels Palladians, which is really, really cool. But this is called Earth, the Palladian Keys to the Living Library. Now, wow. this for me was sort of a, a journey to sort of another place, but it, it sort of became relevant to things on Earth here for me. Um, I just opened my eyes to a few concepts and stuff like that. It wasn't about gaining knowledge. It wasn't about gaining anything. It was a fun book to read. It just gave yeah. me, me a depth. And that's one of the things. I've got another one here. Healing Ancestral Karma by Dr. Stephen D. Farmer. Really, really cool. There's some, some cool stuff in there. Didn't know I was going to use these, but I'm here for another, another one. Shaman Healer Sage. How to Heal Yourself and Others with the Energy Medicine of the Americas. Oh, I like that. I need to read that book. They're, they're ones I've read before, but I've, I've just picked these up off my sister again. And I think you it's the time right, that, yeah, that they're there. And I'm like, I'm going to hook back into them. Yeah, but reading for me is one of the most important things. And that, listening to all those, watching videos, is just do something every day, even if it's for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Just create that habit of learning something new and, and growing as a person, growing your mindset, growing, grow, grow, just growing yourself there so you can overcome that, that problem that you might be going through. Yeah. Yeah, and, and as you would know with this, the, the problem we've given, we're only given these problems or these situations because we're ready to deal with them. And the way to understand that we're ready for that, we're going to take ownership and say, hey, I created this reality, yeah. whatever it is, no matter how crap it is. And like, Jody, you've been through some tough situations, man. But yeah. the way you sort of dig in and like, you know what, nah, I'm here for more. Yeah. You, you have that. No matter what you're going through, say, yep, okay, I create this reality. Because guess what's the flip side of that? Or if you create this reality and you do the work around this manifestation, this manifested here and it's like, oh shit, I didn't want this, but it's there, manifested for whatever came to it. You can manifest an abundant life. That's the other end. What, what does everyone want? They want freedom. They want happiness. Well, most people I know do anyway. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, what yeah. looking for, isn't it? It's... Totally. So it's, it's like I say, it's, it's coming back to, and I think this is like the biggest thing for us and, and people who work with us and even people who don't come to free live events and stuff like that, where it's just about helping others. And it's like, take responsibility. Like, that's it. Yeah. The universal law of cause and effect. You would have heard of that. Yeah. Like so many people on the planet are caught at the effect of things that have happened to them. Like, yeah. If you don't take responsibility, things are going to keep happening to you. You're going to still be the one that's going to be saying, yeah, but this happened to me, or that person said that, or that person did that. But like, like I say, you've got some extreme cases of this, but that's not you. You've been at cause, which means you've been the solution finder. You've been the one who's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go down this path and I'm going, to, I'm going to improve myself. Like the shamanic work you're doing and everything like that, it's like, it's all about taking responsibility. So yeah, yeah. I actually love my shamanic work. I'm, I'm, I'm fully. Uh, <laughs> do you want to do you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about shamanic work for sure. I mean, I've been studying it now for a couple of years, on and off. Um, I was traveling a lot with work, so I couldn't go to too many, many courses. But we've got where I live. We've got a, an amazing little center where we have a lot of people come together and all learning about it and it's just uh, for me i love the way that 
we can learn to heal ourselves. We can do it naturally. We don't need all of these fake crap shit medicines created by by the pharmaceutical companies. We can we can tune into power. We can tune into energy, and we can do it ourselves. And that for me is, and I'm learning about it more and more every day. I'm not an expert in it, but. Um, I, I just love it and I love the end of it. I know you've been studying it for a long, long time as well. So give me your point of view on, on that side of things as well. I love that. And I, I see my, if you, you want to go down, I actually sort of see myself or touching on, I don't like calling myself a coach that much, but it's more yeah. like a shamanic coach, if you will. Yeah. But my journey has been more about going to places um, and physically experience certain things. Like I've spent a fair bit of time in, um, South America, which was fantastic. I've been over there a number of times and working with plant medicines and, and different shamans over there. And also I, I see shamans as you can look at across the world in different cultures and all that. It's the medicine person or it's the the, the witch doctor or it's all these different things that are all things. So I, I've managed to, to connect with a number around the planet, not always just to work with, just to connect with. I've got a good friend in Bali. I've spent a lot of time in Bali now. He doesn't call himself a shaman, but I, I, he's it's a shaman. shaman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. magic man. Right, <laughs> it, it all comes back to, I, I know my journey, like I, I talked earlier about, it started with mindset. It just started about wanting a different life. I just had enough. I thought I was here for more. And um, when I went to Peru for the first time and experienced the plant medicines and actually experienced my first shamanic work uh-huh. under that label, it was, it was, it was tough, but it was amazing. It was phenomenal. It really did open my me up How to. How did you feel? Let's delve into the plant medicines and. Oh, uh, straight into the plant medicine. <laughs> uh, you, you you triggered me. You know what it so is? Said, in, my, in my meditations the last few weeks, all I keep getting is the symbol of the plant medicine. The symbol. Cool. Of, I'm watching podcasts and I'm getting the plant medicine come up. So people don't know what plant medicine you're talking about. Ayahuasca, talking. Um, all different these different types of medicines that's natural but connects you to to the source, right? That's one way of looking at it, yeah. Without <laughs> going scientific or anything like that, try and keep it simple so people people don't understand. Simple. It. Not going scientific here. We can call this is just turning into an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast. I like it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but no i think i think the best way to put it is i know for me i got called to go there um without getting called to do the plant medicine the first time i got called to go there just by certain things coming into my awareness like i say we mentioned youtube and things coming up on there about um ancient civilizations and south america just kept coming up in my meditations in my practice it's like south america um a book called the celestine prophecy um that come up yeah that come and i was talking about energy and all these things were happening along this and it just so happened a very close friend of mine a very successful friend of mine um and former coach she contacted me and she goes hey um i'm thinking about doing an event in south america while all these things are coming <laughs> like down connecting, yeah. and i'm just like all right i'm in i had no <laughs> don't, idea. Even, don't even know what it is i'm there <laughs> Sent me a hundred messages about ayahuasca and washroom and I was like, I don't care about that stuff. I'm yeah. just coming because something's been calling me. And when we got there, before we got there, we had to go on a special dieta, special diet, like really 
And what I realized on that journey, that was fucking hard for me. Um, yeah. It was really hard because I didn't realize I was eating certain things and training my body from lack and like not good enough. And all these things come up when I was like, they said, oh, we did, they give us a list of things we could and couldn't eat. It was like to, to cleanse the body, to prepare for the, the deeper cleansing and purging that happened. But that was like a month before where I cut down on no dairy, no meats, no, no, well, I thought no. You should allow to put in your body, right? Yeah, there's a lot of people, and, and I will say, if you're thinking about doing ayahuasca and stuff out there, there's a lot of stuff that's really contaminated that space where people don't prepare the body. Shamans are out there just having one night things and all this. I, I straight, I'm massive on this. Please, guys, this is thousands of years brought down through certain shamans. If they don't get you to prepare the body for at least a month first, please don't do it. Straight up, it opens you up to other realms, other dimensions, all this sort of stuff. And if you don't do the prep work, it can fry you. It can. <laughs> That's not about placing fear either. That's about something I truly believe in after the last few years. But I went there that first time, and it was such an amazing experience. We did tobacco purges. We did all these other things which helped us prepare the body, um, the mindset work definitely around it, setting lots of intention. Um, for the journey, firstly, of ayahuasca, I think um, <laughs> it was funny. Everyone was, when we got there, they're going, oh, I listened to this, I watched this one, I read this book. I was like, I just listened to two interviews on the plane over here, and I had no idea what they were talking about. So I had no idea what's going to happen here. Because <laughs> was, was, I got called just to go, and like, yeah. there's something but calling. Me, like, you might have been in a better position because your body was relaxed. These guys have done a lot of research and prep in there. They might have been... They've created a story of what it's going to be about. Yeah. And what it is actually about is you've got to surrender away from the story or the ego or what it's going to be about. And certain plant medicines out there, they help you do that, but it can be more extreme. And I had a very up and down journey the first time. It was a 10-day um, immersion in the jungle in, the, um, in Peru um, where... We had, I think we had eight ceremonies. I think there was, wow. no, yeah, three ayahuasca, three washuma and two tobacco purge sort of ceremonies. But that was an up and down. The first one was really awesome. I see stuff. That was cool. And I had a bit of a cry. I had some stuff. It wasn't that intense, yeah. like compared to the others. It was. But after that first one, I'm like, all right, if that's all that is, that wasn't that bad. I wrote out about five pages, all the shit I wanted to release, like all my past stuff, all this stuff. And I had a traumatic experience. I really, really did. It was dark. It was scary. It was, yeah, I, I wanted to escape and it brought up so much stuff from my past. Even though I'd done a few years of like personal growth and spiritual growth, there was nothing as extreme as this one night. And I'm so grateful that I had, people around me who were, like I say, one of my great friends who was a coach and mentor for a number of years for me. I actually went on to work and coach their company for, for a couple of years, which was great. But I had these people around when all this stuff had come up to say, hey, this is cool. You're just letting go of a lot of stuff that no longer serves, like in the body and all these things. And that, that first experience taught me so much about me. I think that's important to know. I think there's a lot of attachment to people go, oh, when I want to do plant medicine, I'm like, I'm going to see stuff. I'm going to see my future. I'm going to see this and da-da-da-da. But yeah, we can have this. We can, you, we, right? 
Yeah, and we can get this in meditations. We can get this in breath work. This is what I want people to understand. You don't have to go and get medicine. I, I learned this on my journey. I'm massive on breath work um, yeah. and being a body. But that, that taught me there. But I did see some future stuff. Don't get me wrong. I did see some really cool stuff. <laughs> like I, patterns and everything where I've drawn and all different, um, different spirit animals. And I got to talk to some beings and things like that. All, all the cool stuff. But it all came back to it was what was I bringing back from this experience and and like I say that's that's a big thing with any of the any of the things that are going to take you out of your body if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. So, so what? What, yeah. Was the, what was the emotions around it afterwards? How did you how did you feel after that traumatic I, experience? Yeah. Well, it was really interesting. Um, and this is important too. Like, it's not like a, a fix. It's not I'm going to do plant medicines and I come out of it and my life just abundant. It's not like if you let a lot of stuff go and this this goes into the emotion. I had a lot of stuff come up after I left Peru the first time. Um, we talk about integration. You've got to integrate back into normal life. If you just peel back a hundred layers of your past onion, all these stuff you've held on to, traumas and all these different things, past life stuff, and you go back out in the world, you're like brand new you've like cleared all these layers and you're like you can like shift through stuff but to integrate back into society integrate back into your new life it takes time and takes patience like i say i um i i i had support around me coaches and mentors and healers that to continue because we knew it wasn't just a one-off thing to do that there we knew going back into life was important so it was really a a really a roller coaster after but oh good that's the thing like our business took off like the amount of people we were helping took off these things there but touched on earlier i'm massive into personal growth on like daily for hours that's my thing so for someone who obviously doesn't want to go and do plant medicine and doesn't understand it and obviously because it's a quite a risky thing how can people get rid of that layers of the trauma, pain, depression, anxiety, whatever it may be, just here now, you spoke about your big on breath work and emotions and things like that. Can we tie that in without, obviously the plant medicines of different level together? We could talk about five hours of plant medicine, man. (laughs) Me too, I'm fascinated by it and I've not even done it yet. (laughs) So I I just keep getting called to it, but for the people who are not fascinated by it, how can we, because uh, we could do a show on that on its own, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, but for people who are not, how, what's, what's a daily routine they could do or something they can do to start peeling away them layers of the trauma, the pain? And I know you spoke spoken about breath work. That's definitely something that I do myself. So could you touch yeah. on that a little bit for us? Cool. Well, let's let's go straight with the breath. It's a great way to tune into the body. Um, and breath, we've, we've been given breath for a reason. Like expansion, we're here to grow and evolve as a human, as a, 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 as a vessel on this planet. We grow and evolve. And the breath, it's like breathing life into ourselves continually. And like I say, we've been conditioned to not breathe properly. We've been conditioned to breathe in fight or flight, to be in fear, being in anxiety. So some of the things you can do daily, I touched on before, count. Sit there in the morning. You don't even have to be active. I know it's not like Australia over there and it's bloody cold most of the time, so you probably it's don't want to wear a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the vest, I'm in a jumper. <laughs> it's still windy here. 
here, you know that. It's 31 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for you guys who are like, oh, well, it's too cold to go outside and that, yeah, get it. I don't like the cold either, but you can get up in the morning. You can, you can go sit in a, a quiet space. You can sit down or you can stand up. Breathing deep, like, and just focus breath counting the breath deep down into your gut for a few, into your heart, open up your chest, simple stuff, breathe into your brain. Should do it. Yeah. You want to do one? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, cool. This is recorded. Yeah. I'll do, do you, want, do you want a guided one? I'll do a guided one. Yeah, can do. A couple of minutes. Yeah, cool. And you can snip it up and edit it. And, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Okay. All right. So, let me try this down so I know where, where the timestamp is. Yeah, cool. Mm, lovely. There you go. Cool. I'll, I'll put a couple of little variants in this, and I find this really, really powerful to, to ground you, um, which is the most important thing of all this, grounding into the body. Get up in the morning and you're already inspired or flight or got anxiety in that. You go out into the world and you wonder why your day goes out of control or wonder why you're all emotional. Do this in the morning, like ground you down. What I'll get you to do, I'll guide you through it, Joby. I'll get you to close your eyes. And just breathing in deep through your nose, breathing deep down, expanding out your gut, and then breathing out through your mouth, making the sound. Breathing down again, expanding your gut brain out. And breathing out through your mouth. Oh. Breathing even deeper down through your nose, right down, expanding your gut brain. And then breathing out through your mouth, making the sound. Oh. Breathing in through the nose into your heart space now, opening up your heart space. And then breathing out through your mouth. Oh. Breathing in again, expanding your heart space out, filling in it with bright green energy, and breathing out through your mouth. One more big deep breath into your heart space, expanding it out, opening your shoulders up, filling it with bright green, light, expansive energy, and breathing out through your mouth. Deep, deep breath in now into your brain brain. Up through your nose, lighting up your third eye and brain. And breathing out. Another big, deep breath in into your brain, lighting up your third eye. And breathing out. One more big, deep breath in, lighting up your third eye and brain. And breathing out through your mouth. Another big deep breath into your gut brain, your heart space and your brain brain. And breathing out through your mouth. Pushing the air all the way out. Keep breathing it out, breathing it out. Closing your mouth, holding it out and locking your chin down on your chest, holding the air out. Holding the air out, holding it out. Softening your jaw, softening the tension on your jaw, holding your breath out. And whenever you're ready, reaching your arms up into the sky, fingers pointed and breathing in deep through your nose. 
suck the last breath in through your mouth and hold your breath. Lock your chin down to hold the breath in. Fingers pointed to the sky, holding a big ball of golden light. Soften your jaw. Going a bit past where your mind thinks you could go. And then breathing out and dropping your arms down with the sound. Tuning into your body. Noticing the soles of your feet. And tips your fingers in the crown of your head and every cell in between. Smiling to every cell and opening your eyes. And feel all the energy in my body flowing. Oof. That is so simple, bro. It's yeah. so simple. Uh, so for, for anyone listening, if, if you if you someone who like high achievers, you don't have to even be going through problems right now. You might just have a highly stressful life. If you practice something like that every morning and every night, something super simple, and then expand on it from there, get curious about the breath and things like that from there, it will totally change your life. Well, yeah, that that's such as I said, it's so simple but so effective. Mm. It's a little breathing technique. What did that take us? A couple of minutes. Breathe. Three minutes, four minutes. Nothing. The guys, when you're watching this or you're listening to this on the podcast, just take them little steps. Be be kind to yourself. Do that in the morning. Do that in the afternoon. Do that in the evening. You can do that at work. You know, it's if something stresses you out or you're in a that negative frame of mind, just take two minutes, three minutes, and just breathe. And yeah. It just changes. My whole vibration is just... Can't feel calmer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can take the breath the other way. I won't do it on the podcast because I'll probably blow up the podcast. But you can get, I can take it the other way. You can go and you talk about plant medicine before, but the breath with with body movement intent over a certain amount of time, you get to a point. You can take yourself to elevated states. You can take yourself to wherever else you want. You can. And this is the thing with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing what you can do with the body and the breath and with intention it really really is you talked about what we i don't know you would understand this we're able to heal ourselves like if with full mind body soul alignment 12 months the body heals itself we don't go to a doctor to get a broken bone healed we get it to put in place yes. so it heals faster things like this it's, so you practice things like this and that our physical vessel, our body, if, if you improve on that, your life by default improves. It does. Yeah. It's, a couple of minutes a day, a couple of minutes a day, and just build on it. Build on yeah. it. It's a three minutes, like it's four minutes, like it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. All of a sudden, watch, watch your life improve. Totally. You, yeah. you do that one there. Imagine doing that for 10 minutes a day and holding your breath out a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer, holding your breath in at the end a little bit longer, a little, you're expanding, you're going further into the body, you're getting the body used to expanding out and opening up more. So you can breathe deeper, heart rate goes down, you're, you're feeling lighter, all these, these things that are overlooked when people like, there's so much of this external in society quick fix i've got to get this to have from external to put in my body so i can manage this better i can deal with that like i i have a strong belief system around taking certain things like around depression and anxiety 
if there is a container, let's say, or support around where you're doing some mindset and that, so it's a short-term thing, I'm cool with that. But for me, knowing the journey I've been on with, with the breath, with the body and all that, our bodies are so smart. Well, we just need to train them again or reactivate them again to, to do that, to get to a point. And you mentioned before, it's like, it comes back to like self-love. That's key in all of it. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. I've been through uh, what I've been through over the last couple of years and everything. This is why I'm doing the podcast because I just, I've got this message to share and I've found ways just to, tune into myself it's about going you've got to go deep and you're going to have to get fucking truthful with yourself um like you're gonna have to who's the hardest person you get truthful who's the hardest person to be truthful with on this planet it's ourselves yeah and all of a sudden if, if you go out this negative thoughts come around and you're lying to yourself you're just gonna have the same pattern going round and round and round yeah and you're only gonna get the same result so you've got to change something to get a different outcome. Exactly. Yeah. Sounds simple, but it's so true. And you go back to it, and it comes back to the first step in there is taking responsibility. Like I say, it comes back to you. It's always coming back to you. So, well, if you improve your life, you're taking responsible for every part of it, yeah. all the shit, all the shadows, everything, that your life will change. That's the difference you make, and you can build on it from there. Yeah, whatever goes going on in your inner world is going to go on in your outer world. That's what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I've, I've really learned that. I've, that has been one of my key things for me that's really got me over um, everything I've been through, the anxiety and panic attacks. And when I kept having the panic attacks, I just was like, oh God, how can I get over this? How can I change this? And the only way I was doing is like, I've got to work on myself. I've got to get my mindset right. I've got to get my body right. I've got to, even for just, as I said, just one thing at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time, build on it, build on it. It's like a muscle. You go to the gym, exactly. you train your body, and your muscles are only going to get stronger if you keep doing the repetitions. Same yeah. with your mindset. You've got to go out there. You've got to be doing that work every single day and tuning in and just, just like I say, don't panic over anything. Don't rush it. Oh, it's not happening. It's not happening. It will come. Everyone recovers at a different pace. Everyone's got different mindsets. So there's no time scale on things. But just keep doing the work and it will all fall into place. It has, that, it has that compounding effect too. Here's the thing. Like I always say a lot of the time when a client starts with me, say they're working with me for 12 months. At the start, I'm like, you're not going to, if I tell you what your life's going to look like in 12 months, you're not going to notice it. You're not going to believe me. Six months down the track, they mightn't feel like they've changed anything, but we might start going over some of the things they might have achieved or some of the ways they handle situations. And then they're like, wow. And that's the key with that too, I think, Jody, is um, we, we can become very, very impatient if we're, we are taking responsibility and we're like, well, I'm doing the personal work, I'm doing that. And we can get impatient, we can almost give up. But it's like, hey, if you really, really notice the little things on the journey, if you really celebrate the little wins, uh, you've had some massive wins, but the, they've probably been tiny little ones, especially after the most recent accident. If we don't stop and notice them, then of course we're not going to recognise that we're growing and we're going to get frustrated. Yeah. It's like catching in. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't project my stuff. I didn't swear at that person today. Some people might think that's nothing. That's massive. Mm. 
I didn't, I didn't, um, well, I got home and I, I sat down for five minutes and I, I really processed my day. Yeah. It's about and, being, being aware, being aware of being aware. Yeah. Without awareness, we don't change. Yeah. My thing, I was writing things down, pen and paper, writing down, or I was recording videos. I was like, um, video in my journey, showing, just talking about it myself. And it's a way for me getting it out and a bit, it was, it was good for me just to, just to talk about it. And even though I'm sharing it for the world to see, in, in a way it was for me doing my recovery work and talking about how I feel and what's happened to me today. And, and it, just, it just helped my progress. So totally. even, you know, I'm not asking everyone to go and get on a camera and start recording things, but simple thing, get a pen and paper. Hey Dan, how did that situation make you feel? How did, how did that panic attack make you feel or whatever it is? Or, your boss telling you you can't do something or you know just all these little yeah. situations that happen in our daily lives that we don't even just subconsciously we just run at the mill and things happen don't they so yeah well we're like we're like a computer where we go around in reaction mode and our behavior comes out and it's similar over and over unless we go into the computer and change the programming nothing nothing's going to do so we bring awareness to what's not serving us things we're not happy with throughout our day break it down like I say, I'm not happy with that. Someone spoke to me that way or there was an argument or this or that or I, something you just, oh, I'm, I'm not okay with that. I want to improve on that. Yeah. Unless you bring awareness to that point and then you build on that. Simple strategy. I'll share a strategy with you if you want. And this is Perfect. powerful one. I'll share what I actually use this for. Awareness, first step. It's one of the first inner mind strategies I ever learned. So simple. Awareness is the first step. So you get an awareness of maybe a problem. There's a problem. All right, cool. Um, uh, I've got no energy at the end of the day. That's a problem for me. I want energy just at the end of the day. It's not really late. Or it's cool. Get an understanding of why you've got no energy. Now, a lot of the time we can't get an understanding. Otherwise, we would have shifted it. But you have a bit of a dig into it. You're like, okay, cool. What are some of the things that led me to having no energy? Why well, I ate crap. Well, <laughs> I had this really dodgy hot dog or pie at the thing and yeah i felt a bit uh, after that oh that may be something there like getting an understanding well i had a few beers last night well there's you get an understanding of why you've got no energy the next thing is you disassociate from that problem so how do you disassociate well the next night well, i want more energy tomorrow i'm going to go to bed early i'm i'm not going to have a couple of beers so the positive of that is i'm going to drink it, some water before i go to bed cool the next day you've got an understanding, oh, go to the cafe or the, the shop or to get breakfast. Or, oh, there's a salad. I'm going to get that instead of that. So you're disassociating from that problem, say the no energy one. Once you've done that, you've broken a little pattern. Of course, you've got to be consistent with it. But the fourth step that locks this in is you can call it reprogramming or embodiment. I love embodiment. but Yeah, reprogramming. Nice. yeah, yeah but re you run that. To, to catch yourself with all your little things like you're talking about having that empty out and all that, you do that, you'll start to break some patterns. And and trust me, some of these patterns are deep and you'll you will struggle, guys. Let's be real. I'm breaking habits all the time and they show up every now and then. And it's like, oh, okay, catching it again, okay. I don't want to feel that way again. All right, what can I do differently? But then it's doing it over and over, catching it over, and that's where the reprogramming comes. A simple strategy for like a mindset 
guys, if you take one thing from this t- tonight, around mindset, use that. It's, I, I design Powerful. courses and trainings and everything, and I look at that to give people shifts. That's it's so powerful. Yeah, so simple, so effective. Again, everything, everything you're teaching is just just about keeping it simple, and you yeah. will get, you will get the results. You do. You know, you say I've got advanced stuff that we go into heaps of different advanced stuff and all that sort of thing, but that's that's for only for some people who really really want to go into it. It's more or less where they're going out and teaching it more and helping other people in their different areas. But when it comes to my own stuff. <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. My coach the other day, it's like I've been shifting through some body stuff and, and certain things and she's just like, hey, you haven't been hanging out in nature enough. Go out in nature. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I haven't. Wow, there's a shift that happens there. Hey. Now, a lot of people probably won't want to pay for that sort of advice. But for me, I'm like, no, sometimes I need that accountability and it's like yeah. the simple things. Definitely, one hundred percent. And when you um, you take time out, then and you go go and re- recharge your batteries. What do you do to? Um, mind you, you live in Australia, so this might be a bit different to people. But <laughs> 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 you back to the outback and stuff like that. I know that personally. But what's a what's a good way of recharging um, and getting back back in line with with self? Yeah, I think a big thing I know with me because I am very very busy a lot of the time like i do live a life where i've got family time when i want and things like that very flexible working from home but the business does take up a lot of that time like it's it's night time here and a lot of nights i work from nine ten o'clock at night um working with clients and things like that. it's very busy and it's very mind busy very energy busy with other people's energy so when i go and unplug it's away from people um away from technology unless i'm taking photos of snakes and things like that but it's it's away from social media because we spend a lot of time on there. It, it, it really is away from everything um, because our, my energy, um, my most important asset, you could say, um, if I'm down, if my vibe's low, it has a direct impact on clients or people I'm around. It doesn't bring them down, but I'm not able to serve at my highest capacity. So, and what that looks like, uh, you see some of my photos and videos holding big pythons and snakes out in the bush and stuff like that. It, it's, it's, it's something that I don't intend to do, but they seem to show up for me. <laughs> well, snakes are great energy. Snakes would well, they call me the They call me the snake man in Peru. Um, I've got snakes. I've seen lots of snakes on my journeys and stuff yeah, like that. I amazing energy. It's all about shedding skin, shedding negativity. Transformation. Yes, absolutely. Kundalini. Yes, it's a massive, massive energy. So people are seeing snakes and things like that. It's, you're getting signs. It's, it's about change. It's about shift. and um, definitely, yeah. well, definitely a good, I, good animal. I did a recent video. I don't know if you've seen it. These, these bands are like protection bands made by the shaman's grandmothers in Peru the last time. Wow. And they were a gift, which was amazing. And I had this on the last time I was out in my unplugged time um, in, a, in a gorge down here doing a bit of fishing on the river. I, yeah. love, I love fishing every now and then. It just takes my mind away from the world. And, but I was standing on the bank and I, I turned around and I, I felt a presence there. And here was this big python. Uh, it was about three meters long, big python. And I did what I do. I set the camera up. I'm like, this is where cool to show the guys. And 
Most people on my social media are like, you're crazy, you're mad. But I, <laughs> I, I, have a, I, I have a good relationship with mates. I've been around them since I was a little kid. So I'm like, okay, I'll do this. And this was a calm fight. But one thing I noticed, I, um, I, I put him down on the ground and he had the same patterns. No way. Yeah, I'll 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 send you the video. I'll, um, wow! And that reason for that weekend, I actually went away. I was going up into the hills on that journey, and I was going to do my own journey, and that was a confirmation for me to say, yes, this is the, this is going to help you meet your intention. Wow! Powerful stuff, eh? So you're going to the shamanic world a little it bit is, there, and that's, oh, I love shamanic world because animals are probably eighty-five, ninety percent representation of symbolism and um, signs and transformation, all these different things come into it. And it's just so powerful when you're working with that thing. A lot of people might not understand it, but um, when you start going down a bit of a spiritual path, you it, things just open up for you. I know they have for me as well. And then you get totally. when you're getting signs like that, I mean, that shows you that you're definitely doing the right stuff. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, totally. And when, when I asked for it, that, that's the cool thing. And, and like I say, a lot of people think, oh, it's a bit woo-woo, it's a bit crazy and all that. But at the end of the day, like we are multi-dimensional beings. We, there are multiple realities going on at the moment. And animals have their own reality. Like nature, there's different beings and different elements and all these different things. Once you start to tap into it and you are open, not just open-minded, open to be able to see what there is, things will start showing up for you and you keep getting curious. Like I used to be scared of snakes when I was a kid. Do a whole other podcast on snakes if you want. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how that's changed too. Like, yeah. like uh, fascinating creatures and then interlinked with a lot of the shamanic work. And, and yes, I've got a hummingbird is actually my spirit animal. And hummingbirds show up every time I, I am about to make a big decision. Or I've just made a big decision. Um, so so cool. Um, yeah, powerful just... animal. Totally. Yeah, I've got. Uh, what did I have the other day? I had a, I had a panther come to me. Big, big, massive Ooh. panther. I mean, he was he was big and he was scary. And he like through yeah. meditation, he was just like, "Listen to me. You're gonna do this. You can do this." I communicating with me and it was just it was so strong um and i had another one the other day i had a hermits um, took me into i kind of met with all the herd of elephants and the energy from that i'm just everything's falling into place for me at the moment after after my accents as we spoke about it's just that's all because i've been doing my personal work and then i'm getting signs that through my meditations are coming through even stronger now and it's just everything's evolving and this sort of is a bit like it was a the spirits took the plug out of me <laughs> they reset me and now yeah. it's, like, it's a big catapult <laughs> propelling me well, they've, they've, they've taken they've taken all them 3d layers out and now you're into the, the 5d and the 8d and beyond and yeah. that's that's what happens and and for anyone listening out there and like i say a lot of this this when we talk about this stuff it's a bit out there for some people or it's not on their awareness like the synchronicities happen in life for us all the time. They don't have to be real. It might be that 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 light changing when you're driving along the road and you're late for something to get you to a meeting on time. 
that had you get a meeting and maybe get a job. It's it's that phone call you get from someone you haven't spoken to in ages and you're like, oh, just thinking about them and they've called. Yeah, you recognize them things. Yes. They're there to lead you down a path where you're meant to be going. You've got to recognize them. If we don't recognize them, being aware of being aware of things. Exactly. There's yeah. so many things like and, and there's so many times where I've had the synchronicity and I was like, nah, that's not important. They ignored it and I get a lesson. <laughs> yeah, well, Gerald, something just comes to my mind that everyone knew. You speak to people now and everyone's so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. That's all we're here now. And people are addicted to mobile phones. They're on their social media. It's just all they're doing is scrolling. I've been, been out before scroll. All you see is just their fingers scrolling. They're not, they're not aware of things. And we just need to become consciously of, you know, again, five, 10 minutes a day or whatever it is, just taking things in and notice things in a different Right, look at things yeah. from an angle and question things. Be curious, and that's for me. Curiosity is the key, man. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I do some funny stuff with my clients. Um, ask any of my clients, I do a bit of outrageous stuff, especially when they come and work I'd with me <laughs> privately. But you mentioned curiosity. Um, recently, I take um, like a certain um thing we do is a, a private uh evolution emergent where. Um, a private client will come and stay with us in the house, but we'll, we'll go out and we'll do different um, things in the Australian bush. We'll go to really remote places and I'll get her to do a lot of powerful release work and you can call it energetic role play and certain things and, and Chaitanya and myself will guide her through this. But went out recently to this place and there's massive granite boulders on a hill and there's a set yeah. of waterfalls, but we, we go out on these granite boulders and I... I randomly, or I didn't, I was meant to be there, there was one big boulder with a big crack in it and this little scrawny tree growing up out of the crack. And you mentioned curiosity and I got the client to look at the tree. And I go, okay, I want you to judge the shit out of that tree. And they're like, what? I'm like, start judging it. And I started prompting them, look at this stupid tree growing on a rock and all these things. And they started just being really <laughs> bad towards the tree. And, and it was fair enough. And I'm like, okay, cool. How did that feel? And they're like, that's like really bad. I really felt really bad. Like I said, judgment. And we do this for humans. And this is why I was getting them to do it. I'm like, how do you think you're going to shift to a place of appreciating this tree? And they looked at it. They couldn't appreciate it because they still had this, uh, look at this scrawny tree. It hasn't got many leaves. It's a stupid tree. That. I'm like, okay, how about this? I want you to get curious about the tree. And they're like, what? I'm like, look at it. Like, how how did it come to land here? The seed, did it grow up through the crack? Did it did it crack the rock and grow through the rock? And watching their reaction, I know what's going to happen with this because I've been led down something like this, not with a tree before it was a yeah, king. Trees are more exciting, but to watch them start to go, wow, and they got curious about this and I was getting them to speak out loud and go, okay, now you've got curious about this, appreciate the tree. And they just had nothing but love and appreciation. It's an amazing tree. Yeah. Curiosity, it's the bridge between judgment and appreciation. That's, I believe that. A mentor of mine taught me that about four years ago and it has stuck with me. And what, what goes on so much in the world? Judgment. What are we afraid of? Judgment. Get curious. That's curiosity yeah. is the bridge. You get curious about stuff. Yeah, never, what's it, never judge a book by its cover? 
we, yeah. we all do it. This is the thing. Like we, we, we all do it. And it's like just this catching that, that awareness. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm in a bit of judgment here. I judge people. People are dicks sometimes and I'm quick to judge. But <laughs> you bring it back and like, why is that person a dick? Why is that person being so mean? Well, we don't know what's going on in there. Well, we get curious. We don't have to know. But we're like, oh, okay. If I just back off a bit and maybe they've had a bad day. Maybe they've got some personal stuff going on and that curiosity drops us out of judgment because in the end, it's a reflection we're judging ourselves, but it drops us out of that and we're just like, oh, I appreciate that interaction. Even if that person was a bit mean and that has helped me go with him, helped me step away from an interaction and look at myself and want to be a better person. Fantastic. People for powerful stuff. Yes, absolutely. I love that. We are literally just over an hour. Oh, I, I think pretty warm, <laughs> anyone listening to this, we we, we can, we can go. There's <laughs> so many more questions I want to ask. <laughs> we can What what if we did do a hot couple of minutes? If you got some questions, you want to do that to round yeah. out instead of just yeah. Okay, okay. So what about let's go for three tips people should do on a daily basis. Yeah. All right. Personal growth, anxiety, and then I'll one more. I'll do one more question after that. Personal growth. Let's let's bring it down to to personal growth. Um, this is going to help with anxiety and fear and stuff like that. The breathing is the most powerful thing you can do for that. But firstly, talk to yourself. Like you'll be surprised if you've never practiced this or tried this before. It might be large oh, or chilly, but that's your ego saying that. Hey soul, how are you? Hey soul, how are you? Hey soul, how are you? that little deep, deep voice that's been wanting to speak up, it's the lighter voice, the one that usually feels scary because it's telling you the truth. Tip number one, connect again with your soul and make it a practice to talk to it. Number two, breathing. Uh, that's simple. Breathing, connect with your body, breathe deep into your gut, expand it, expand, open up, breathe deep into your lungs. It's going to, practicing that, it's going to drop you out of your head our mind's powerful, it's great. It gets in the way a lot. Breathing and counting the breath down deep, you can count it with color, you can count it with energy, you can count it with sound, and you can play with it. Like, it's super simple, very resourceful. Um, I think the third thing would be get yourself in a good environment. I think that's, that's probably an underrated or underspoken about, I think, in terms when you want to break it down into things like anxiety and depression and stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff out there where they want to talk about it, but a, an environment that is conducive to um, solutions and growth. I think that's something that's there. Instead of just talking about what we've got awareness, like there are problems around anxiety and depression and that, but something that's like, okay, we're doing something about it. Here's something you can do about it. That would be my three main things. And for anything, environment, you are the sum of five people. You've heard all the sayings around that. There is a deeper level to that's that around coding. That's very and that true as well. It really is. Your, your environment is everything. If you're surrounding yourself with negative people, you're going to get a negative outcome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so something, something, something we might people away. Something we might dive into, we're definitely going to do another podcast. We might call it the Woo Woo Podcast or something like that because yeah. I can go super deep into to coding and, and light templates and stuff like that. It's linked into environment too. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, let's do that on, um, on our second show. 
<laughs> I mean, we can talk about it now if you want, but it's... No, oh, no, no, no. You've got... <laughs> Let's do it. There's no off button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it will end up like a Joe Rogan podcast, really. <laughs> I'm all good with that. <laughs> all good. So how can people get in touch with you? How can people work with you? Um, I know you've got a couple of groups or whatever on Facebook. Tell people a little bit about that and then, um, and then we'll round up. Yeah, uh, mainly we, we do most of our stuff through Facebook at the moment, um, straight to our normal um, private pages. Um, just my name, Steve McNamara. Um, I'll give you a link um, once we're done with this to attach there. We've got our business page, Intu Intuitive Breakthroughs. Um, you can contact us through there. But at the end of the day, you can just check out what we're all about. Um, it's all good and well coming on here. And Joby and I catch up and chat. We know each other well. We've done a lot of work. Um, together and things like that but yeah check out what we do and get a feel for it um we have a, a tribe um which is a free tribe called the in tune tribe um a place where you can get even closer knowledge of what we're about we go a little bit deeper in there we do make some offers and special offers and everything around our products and services and and all that and yeah anything else comes from there like that's that's what we're about we haven't got the website up at the moment because we are growing so rapidly every time we put something up it's like that's not relevant so <laughs> we've really built our business away from that so we didn't even touch on business tonight no, there's so much to talk about brother i know i know i can't believe it's been an hour already <laughs> yeah but that's the easiest way, and like I say, I'll, I'll get I'll get you to put the I'll send you the link, Joby, and yeah, we'll we definitely one hundred percent do a uh, another podcast and we'll go into more stuff like that. So this is part one, um, but just to finish off, that's I'm just going to give you a bit of a fun question, oh, uh, just okay. to just to lighten things up a little bit, and so not so. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do this on all of the podcasts with all my guests that are going to come on as well. It's so, not a desert island question, is it? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> would, you, would you rather have be a penguin with a lion's head or a lion with a penguin's head? You <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you just took me then. I just saw this weird ass lion <laughs> penguin sliding down a lion's head, yeah. Yeah, but I, but, I think I or, or a lion with a little tiny head. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> be the, the I couldn't be the lion's head on a penguin's body. I couldn't do it. Whenever you got me a lion with a tiny little head, little penguin's head. I, I could deal with that. I I don't know what sound would come out of its mouth, but <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got this image of like the Lion King now and, and the lion up on the rock with his penguin's head. I, I know, thank, I know. You, thank you for that little journey. <laughs> <laughs> Just to lighten things up, we're going to do that with, with all the guests that come on. So good. It's funny. Just to end the show. Anyway, my man, thank you for coming on. Thank you for giving us your time. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. I hope you guys get some value from this. Steve is an absolute phenomenal guy. I love your energy. Um, and I can talk to you for absolute hours. So, guys, this is the Over It Podcast. My name is Joby Bowie, and we'll see you again next week. See you soon. Bye-bye. Awesome, brother.